Greetings, Bill Mobley for the Sanford Institute for Empathy and Compassion, and I'm here today with my co-host, Nyla Chowdhury, who's the Director of Social Impact and Innovation in UC Extension, with a very special guest. Compassion Beyond Borders, the name of this show, is meant to highlight the work of a number of really outstanding people, people who are doing great things in their daily lives, but are now even doing more impressive things in the context of this pandemic we're dealing with right now. These are people who serve other people. They, they face challenges. They uh, innovate solutions to those challenges. And the solutions they create are really making it possible to engender hope, even in this very difficult time. So with that, I'd like to turn it over to my co-host, Nayla, if you'll go ahead and introduce our guest. Thank you, Dr. Mobley. Today's guest is Brandon Fabstein. He's a renowned empowerment speaker, Gen Z activist, and an author. At just 20 years, he inspires millions of people across the globe with his universal message of living life on your own terms. Brandon was diagnosed with a rare form of dwarfism at the age of two. He turned his life's experiences of sufferings isolation and victimhood into empowerment, impact, compassion, and influence. After a severe battle with cyberbullying in high school, Brandon decided to share his story, to both offer hope and to enact change. Brandon was named in Tiger Beat and Instagram as one of the 19 most influential teenagers in the world with his mission to elevate empathy. In one word, Brandon is unstoppable. Hi, Brandon. It's a pleasure to welcome you. Thank you for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored. We are so eager to hear from you, your life's journey, your purpose and works, your social impact on millions of people who you inspire. And especially during the pandemic, has it shifted your perspective? Absolutely. So I'll start with a little bit of context to piggyback off what you said in the introduction. So you can't really tell this on camera, but I am three foot nine. So I'm obviously not your average 20 year old and I don't have a normal perspective, as a lot of people would say. And I truly believe it has led me to where I am, both mentally and career wise. So growing up in school, it always was a challenge for me accepting the fact that not only was I different, but I also had to deal with, like you mentioned, quite a lot of bullying and cyberbullying, especially on social media. And that really took heat in high school when I became essentially target number one. And I was so relentlessly harassed and degraded for being different, for being who I am. And it turned into such a toxic environment that it was affecting really every aspect of my life, not just my schoolwork, not just my mental health, but it really was dragging me down as a whole. And I realized that I had to, I really had to make a change. I had to get myself out of that environment. And that's exactly what I did. I began online school and through that journey, I realized how much extra time and energy that I had. So I decided to use that to start testifying at the Virginia General Assembly where I lived and I decided to share my story. I didn't know what would come out of it, but I knew that there were so many thousands of other students, other families that were going through similar things. And I wanted to at least offer a little bit of hope with mine. 
And it turned out I was able to get two pieces of legislation passed, one anti-bullying law and another one that actually requires empathy to be taught in the Virginia public school curriculum starting in kindergarten and building on every single year from that. Something that I truly believe makes the world of a difference to everybody. Empathy is the key to human connection. And human connection is what truly we all crave. And I really discovered that through not only my advocacy, but simultaneously, I began a career in motivational speaking. Starting at the age of 15, I was asked to give a TEDx talk. And that was the very first time that I decided to share my story, to be vulnerable and authentic. And it was in that moment that I discovered my purpose. I discovered my passion. And five years later, I've been following it ever since. So really what I'm focused on every single day is elevating empathy, is making people realize how much potential is inside of them and truly the power that all of us possess every single day, no matter what challenges, what adversity we may face. And so whether it be speaking to youth or Fortune 500 companies, I really like to help people unlock their inner greatness and their inner gifts to make them feel like they are unstoppable, like you mentioned, Nyla. And I've also been able to share my message of empowerment through my book, 10 Feet Tall, where not only do I share a little bit of my life story and a lot of the tools that I've learned to get to where I am, especially a resilient mindset and focusing on gratitude, making sure that your perspective is in check, but also just making sure people understand that we are not defined by anything else other than what we set for ourselves. No medical condition, no political party, no sexual orientation can define who we are at our core as human beings. And it's a vitally important message, I think, now more than ever. Brandon, it's a very inspiring story. So, so your wisdom really exceeds your chronological age. And you must, you must understand that what you're saying just makes so much sense. I don't think, I think what you, the advice you're giving to others is ageless. But when you think back on your experience, how did that, how did it work? How did it happen that you were able to say, look, I'm who I am, I'm just who I am, and that's just fine. I'm gonna help other people discover that who they are is also just fine. How did you do that? You know, it really took me hitting rock bottom multiple times. One of those was when I was 11 years old, I was very, very close to ending my life. I really had no motivation to keep going. All I saw for me was pain and more suffering. And so it really, I think, takes us hitting moments like that to give us the perspective of how lucky we are to live in this life, to have the gifts that we have, no matter how difficult things might be on a daily basis. For me, it's innovating my own solution because there are always gonna be challenges. There are always gonna be things that pop up on a daily basis, whether it's stress or negativity, whatever the negative emotions are. We have to be able to do something with that and not let it drag us down and halt our momentum in life. You know, there's a lot we have to learn about the brain and how the brain responds to challenges like this. But in essence, by accepting you for just who you are, you were able to break through the suffering and the sadness and to now be able to, sh to share with others 
and in fact, to care for others. That's a, that's a great story, and it's a real story of success. So it's great to hear that you, you have this experience. Maybe, maybe give us a look at your future. What's, what's going to happen next for Brandon? You know, that's a great question. I think now during these crazy times that we're in with the pandemic, it's really making me reconsider who I am and what I want to do in this world. Obviously, my motivational speaking is really no longer. I'm not traveling. I'm not speaking to universities and companies anymore with everything on pause. So really what I'm focused on is figuring out where I can best serve. And I've had a lot of success with reaching many people on social media. So I know I'll continue doing that. Hopefully it will turn into either a show or a podcast, a way for me not only to contribute my perspective, but also bring others on who are world changers as well, but also collaborating with organizations and companies that are focused on bettering the world as well and adding my perspective, adding my solutions, because I really believe if we could all adapt it, just like you said, it's ageless and it's universal. It's very inspiring. Naila, did you have another question for Brandon? I, I really had a question because I've been following Brandon and I see in Instagram, Twitter, everywhere, Brandon, you've got hundreds of followers and with so many inspirational ways when they follow, with that comes a lot of responsibilities. And in the coming days, people are more online. Would you advise young people and us on how to use social media for positive impact? Absolutely. So I think something that we're not realizing so much is how much of the energy we absorb through the content that we're seeing, especially on social media, because just like you said, now that we're spending so much time on it, whether we're aware and we're conscious of it or we're not, especially for the young people and the parents, here's the challenge that I want to offer you. There should only be people on your social media feed and on your friends list that uplift you that somehow empower you or inspire you to be a better person in some way. I'm not saying you have to exclusively follow motivational speakers and inspirational accounts, but I am saying you should not be following toxic people or individuals that do nothing but complain about how horrible the world is and offering no solutions, no answers to making it better. We are responsible for what we consume and we need to do a better job of making sure that we are smart and we're strategic with who's taking up our time, both in person and on social media too. It's terrific advice, Brandon. And as I, as I mentioned before the show started, to me, you're 10 feet tall. And I thank you for the wonderful contributions you're making. And you know, I hope that we'll stay in contact as we go forward. If there's something that we can do to share with you or you with us, please let us know because uh, you're our hero. I'm honored. I really appreciate that.